gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Willpower. This was an interview that I did with a longtime math and statistics professor at Selkirk College. And Doug has been recognized not only for his prowess with numbers and his excellence in teaching, but also for his ability to inspire other people to be good at math too and get that out and bring that out from within them. And this interview honestly was really a joy because I pretty much had to do no talking at all. Um, I just asked a few questions uh, that I thought would be valuable to ask. And he he's a very intelligent man. He's obviously very bright. And you'll get that from listening to this. And I really want you to pull away the pieces that you recognize that are valuable to you, good pieces of advice. Um, and if you find those pieces, take them, take them home and, and use them and apply them in your own life. So here we go. Without further ado, this is my interview with Doug Henderson. Enjoy. Doug, Will. thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> you betcha. Yeah, we've been talking now for like the past half an hour, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I thought we were maybe being taped already, and I wasn't sure. I was thinking about <laughs> doing that secretly, yeah. because like the last interviews that I've done, um, I ended up having like a really good conversation before just to kind of like prime it up. Yeah. Um, and I kind of missed some good points and stuff, so like I might do that next time. Yeah. But I was thinking about that. So <laughs> I've been uh, secretly taping you. Do you mind if I put this in my podcast? <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I thought we might start off by um, by talking about I was you know I was preparing for this uh, for this interview, and uh, I came across uh, the Scope Award that you won. Right. And uh, you were recognized for your um, your excellence in teaching. Uh, yeah. You want to talk a bit about that? Um, no, it's just nice. What? Yeah, it's a nice honor that you get. They have uh, every fall. They're still going to have it this year, even though we're obviously not going to probably have a face to face ceremony, yeah. but. Uh, they they put out nominations, I think, the end of the previous school year. So around March or so, there'll be little posters put up like, hey, do you know, or is there a teacher? It doesn't have to be a, uh, an instructor. It's, um, there can be a library. Like, it's, it's from our uh, faculty association. So they have to be in that particular union. But uh, uh, if you've had anybody who's helped you out. So, you know, it could be a librarian who just went, man, I went back and, and she was always there to, like she would spend the extra half hour or, uh, you know, I was having this research, I had a, had, a, had a project and I just couldn't figure out where to start to do this. And she spent, she didn't have to, but she went with, she was helping me out for two hours kind of thing and said, man, that was so helpful. Yeah. I think that was way beyond what she had to do. I'm going to, you know, so just, you know, if you, that's the thing, if you've seen anybody who's, um, who's uh, done exceptional service, yeah. you know, feel free to nominate them. So there's that. There's also like, uh, I know that in this year's award, uh, recipients there's uh, a lot of people get nominated by their co-workers just like you know they say man I just that guy's always there mm. till you know he's got a line of students out the door and he, and he never says oh sorry it's five minutes after after office hours are over so you guys can come back next week kind of thing it's like he's he's always helping he's you know whatever the uh, you know whatever you're and th- this is the thing too there is no you must do xyz you must have done these three things in order to to qualify it's your own if you want to nominate someone it's your own interpretation of what made that person an excellent educator okay right yeah. well, why did they help you it, it it does not like you don't have to justify when you're when you're putting someone's name forward it does not okay you you must give me exactly why are you doing this or is this you know or is is like does your dad know him and he, and he, he said yeah. you know Come on, someone's going to nominate me. I could really use one of these things. So, yeah. But no, but it's, it's yeah. So in in uh, going back to to the process, then yeah, it's it's a nice. Um, so, the the one I got this was that two, two years ago, I think. Um, I'd heard anyways. I, 
actually a student came to me and again, it's one of these things where I don't even think it was in office hours, but she'd come to, I think she came for a little bit of help on with her, with her calculus homework, but also she just wanted, a, sometimes they just want to talk, right? Yeah. There's nothing, in, or maybe they want to talk about something, and, or, but it just seems sometimes there's not even a purpose there. They just, they just feel like, I, I want to, I just have to throw some ideas out there and just see what they, they say. Sometimes they're, they're even talking about like, oh, I'm thinking like a year or two down the road, and do you have any ideas? And sometimes you say, oh, you know, probably counselors are, are you better right but sometimes you do have ideas and stuff so anyway she, she was down talking and she just kind of threw it at, at the end of the day you know what i've seen these 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 posters up and i think i'm i'm gonna nominate you for that and so i was thinking ooh, that would be kind of nice and cool and i might actually get there's that you you have an email that you get from the committee um i think first they tell you you you're being considered or i don't even think they tell you that anymore on the other chance because they often will get they only have a certain number they can give out every year and so if they don't uh, they don't want to say, "Hey, you're being considered," and yeah, you didn't make the cuts. Sorry there. Oh, so, but yeah, it, you, I, yeah and, and then in the summer, I got, "Hey, c- congratulations!" But uh, you, because uh, the old days, they used to uh, used to have to actually, once you got nominated, you had to apply and you had to go and get like you had to phone people up and say, "Hey, would you mind writing me a letter of reference?" Kind of thing. And it felt, you know, felt a little bit weird kind of things. Oh, really? And, and uh, but then um, they, I guess, they decided to stop doing that. So it's just so now it just comes out of the blue, basically. Where say if that person hadn't have told me and she just decided on her own, yeah, I'm going to nominate him, but I'm not going to, you know, he'll he'll find out. It'll be, if he gets it, it'll be a nice surprise for him. Yeah. But so it's just like in the in the summer there is the email. Hey, I'm glad to tell you that you're you've you've uh, uh, you'll be receiving a scope award the the, the following year here. So yeah, it's, it's kind of nice mm. that you know that you um, especially when you teach math, which a lot of people. Like there, I, I asked. I don't. I think I've stopped doing it. But but when I was teaching the uh, first year calculus, a couple times I even asked people. I've, I would have a class of about seventy students or or so. How many are here are are thinking of of you know when you assuming you you're going all the way through for a degree? How many are thinking of heading into math or or or, or stats? You know, at a class of seventy, I got maybe one a single hand. Oh really? So yeah. So it's not yeah. like people. Now a lot of people are here for for engineering, which is. It, is math heavy, right? Yeah. There's a lot of that's kind of like you know applied math, basically, or a, a lot of the sciences you could say are all applied math. But but in terms of like pure math, though, it's as not too many people here. I'm here for math kind of thing. So when you so when you get that, when someone says, "Oh, that actually like I appreciate what you did," when it's when it's, you're probably not teaching them what they thought was going to be their favorite subject coming in, then it's you know kind of gives you a nice nice feeling that that yeah. what you're doing is not just. You know, people are going home and oh, more, more, more math homework, and I don't know why am I learning again. You still do get this, and you know why am I learning all these rules and stuff? And I'm never going to, and you probably are, you know, <laughs> maybe not never going to use them, but uh, outside of school, you good chance you're not going to use a lot of the, the. This is the thing too. People say, well, why are we learning all these things? A lot of the times, you, um, you, you will use some of it down the road. You just don't know which part that is yet. So, and it's you know, and also too the, the other answer that I give give students is. Even if you never use this stuff again, if you never have to take another math course, when you're solving these problems, I mean, it's, it's, it's great problem-solving strategies of you, you will get these tools. I always use the metaphor of, of a toolbox, right? Like, here's, here's your hammer, here's your saw, and stuff like that. And with these pieces, you want to be able to solve a new problem. And as you go along, you add more and more pieces in your toolkit so you can handle more and more advanced problems. But you're, you're thinking of even, like, no matter what my, my toolkits are, how do I take those pieces... Uh, it's like say if you're solving a, a chem problem or you have you know you know even you could probably even apply the same techniques to non-science courses even to like you know how do I I, I want to th- like, how am I going to construct this argument from a history essay or, or, or something like that and just if you get used to okay I've got these pieces that I can use 
or this is the you know the thing I'm trying to build, and I've got these 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 tools. I, I know how to put together, you know, a good good uh, topic, or you know, introductory paragraph where I'm going to introduce my thesis, say for for a history paper or something like that. And how do I put things together and stuff? So it's it's amazing how you'll and it's, it's not just me helping other courses. It's it's the same thing throughout the education system where things you will learn in one course, even though the material isn't the same in another course. You'll be oh, that kind of idea I used to solve that problem or to write that essay or to whatever in that course there, I can actually, if I kind of twist that a bit, it's actually the same thing I'm doing in this other course over here. So it's, that's a, so the, the short answer there is, is just the, the problem solving strategies, I think, is, mm. is, is a good important thing there that I think people will find useful when they do go on. Even, again, as I said, even if the most of them aren't going to take many more math courses after they're done with me in, in, in first year. So. Mm. One thing that stood out to me was, um, you know, definitely your your prowess with numbers, yeah, <laughs> and how good you are with numbers. You obviously have like a natural ability for it. Well, that's the thing too, um, and, and it's weird because people think, because like that's one thing. Like growing, or like, um, even before I started school, I like for you know everyone likes something. Some you know people like you know taking apart a radio or you know every you know, every kid has their little thing that that they're good at and they like doing. Or some people, oh, they they just they won't stop drawing. They'll just you know if you give them. A pen and a paper, they'll just draw pictures all day, and oh, those are actually you know for for you know four or five year old, those are really good and stuff. For me, I love numbers, mm-hmm. right? It's the kind of thing like I, um, like I still remember I, I I was again something like four or five years old, and um, I was at home, and my dad was coming home uh, soon, and it kind of thing the kind of thing you, you think of oh I want to do something for not you know you don't have money to go hey let's let's buy you mm. you know a box of donuts or something like that but just I want it you know so you you typically think oh I'm I'm going to draw him a nice picture or I'm going to you know here's you know the family portrait of me and mom and dad and 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 with big smiles and holding hands and stuff like that with the sunshine in the background it's like I said no I'm gonna I start this is way before obviously I'm, I knew how to multiply or anything like that I'm just going to start with the number one and I'm going to and I'm going to double it. So I went one, two, and four, and eight, and sixty. So that was my gift to it, was just this list of numbers. I got up to like 1,024, I think, before I... But uh, at a, I'm sure he was like, great, and wow, this, this is kind of weird. But so, this, you know, so you kind of knew from a very young age, okay, so numbers are an interesting thing to me. And then going through math in all through high school and stuff, like I was always... Uh, the first, like I could always do things faster, so it was like, oh, I, I can just solve these problems and 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 go through everything the fastest. And then actually, when you get like that's not what what uh, math is. Like when you get into into university level, uh, you often get a lot of the people who will who will instruct you. They were saying, oh yeah, I could never like I always need a calculator if if, I, if you know I could never get my times tables and things like that. That you. Well, maybe they don't make you do time tables anymore. But they, back when I was growing through school, you had like they would have contests. You would stand up, okay, you know, you and you. What's eight times seven? And and you know, you have to have to shout out the answer first, kind of thing. And uh, but actually, math it's it's, it's kind of like saying you know if you were good at spelling when you were in grade two and three, oh, you was you're you're going to be an English professor one day. Well, you know, English the, at the university level is, is is not spelling or it's not grammar. It's way way beyond that, right? So. But, but actually, when I did get into start taking math classes at university, it's like, oh, okay, even though we're getting more and more onto the theoretical side, onto proofs and stuff like that, that's still super interesting. So, so yeah. how was that going uh, going into that setting where it became more challenging? Did you, did you still have that ability to do it quicker? Well, that's the thing. People? I remember, I still remember the first midterm that I did um, in calculus as an undergrad. So... Again, this is like so. If in high school, let's just say that uh, you typically let's your your I think the, the my blocks were an hour long, 
going to high school. So you would get the full hour to write a test. Uh, I would usually be done, like a math 12 test, I would be done in something like 10, 10 minutes or so. I think you spend five minutes checking over your answers. Yep, I'm pretty, oh, look, I'm, I missed a... I missed a minus sign there, so I'll do that. But yeah, I was done, basically. I was, if I had to be done, I was done in 10 minutes. And if I, I would check over for, for another five, excuse me, and then I would, um, you know, okay, so I'm done. Here you go, and I'm happy. The first one in um, university, I remember, it was, again, we have, they, they were hour-long blocks, but but they, they gave you 10 minutes to change classes. So he said, like, you must have your test down to me at the front. So you had you had 50 minutes. And I remember going, like, and in your mind, I, I kind of have speeds where, like, if, if you just have to do something, you can, you know, if you're doing homework and you're maybe you're watching TV at the same time, yeah, I can do this pretty good, but not that. But then there's, like, I'm totally concentrating and I'm going as fast as I can. And that's, I was in that mode for, I felt, the entire test. And I barely got done. Wow. So all of a sudden, and I'm sure there are people who were, who were, oh, I guess the thing too, when obviously you, you go on into first year university, this because you're used to, to having, okay, they have to teach the, the course and set the test at a pace so that people who aren't the strongest in math, but are still in the course are going to pass and they're going to do well. All of a sudden you're in a class with a whole bunch of people who are all A's and maybe a few strong B's, but like, you know, so all the people who were struggling and, and uh, weren't that, you know, weren't going to go on in, in math back in high school. We're like they were definitely never going to take a match because obviously they aren't in your first year calc class any longer and then so you're with stronger students and uh just like i was going like crazy and then he was cute you got a minute left and i, I still got this, this half this last question to, to go so i was like 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 crazy and all of a sudden oh so i guess i'm not that special after all kind of thing or maybe you know i am a bit special but you have to again we were talking a bit but before we started taping you got to kind of up your your game a little bit yeah where there's an extra level of expectation when you when you um you uh, get there then now um i find to kind of jump ahead to, to to where i am now with that i i don't think like if i did that kind of like i took actually i still ha- i believe i still have that test back in my piles and piles of, of uh, notes uh, if I were to give that, well, I think I would take off a question, like there were something like seven questions. I would have taken off a question. And of course our classes are an hour and a half long. So, cause I, I felt there too, it doesn't matter if you like, if you can do it, but it takes you those extra five or 10 minutes to me, you're still able to, I mean, it doesn't really matter so much, uh, with the speed that you get it done. You can't let someone, here's a problem, take it home and stew over it for a day and, a, and, and give me your answers back a day from now, As, or even before like these days now there there are websites where you can just enter oh the first question is this and you wait and an hour later oh here's here's the complete answer and i'm done even if that didn't did not exist i still wouldn't want to give people like a full day in in general to answer a question Mm. there should be some kind of a time limit but it does not have to be okay this is how fast it's 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 it is humanly possible to answer this this question i'll give you that much plus 50 percent more to kind of think about the question for a little bit like i I do want people to have have time to go through and kind of ponder and you know yeah um but that's one of the first things that i remember uh seeing when i went from the high school level to the university level was that oh I, i used to be done in you know we had a, a provincial final exam, which was three hours back in uh, at the end of the year, covering the entire material. And again, so that one, I was I was done in an hour. If you know, now we you, you do a final exam here. It's okay, I, was, I actually used maybe by the time we got to the final, it wasn't the full three hours, but it was you're using two two and a half kind of thing, yeah. and, and you're going pretty fast the entire. So okay, they were really expecting a lot more, lot lot more of me here. So you had to kind of get used to that when you when you first. Uh, did start so yeah so i, I try to 
the students may may beg to differ, but I, I find that I'm not quite as demanding, at least in terms of, of time-wise. I still want them to be able to do the, the same kinds of things in, or show me they, they understand how to do that on a test. I just I wouldn't try to cram so much in. Mm. Uh, or if, again, for a, a midterm, I would give them that extra half an hour that I didn't have myself. As like This is the, the thing, too, as I'm going through, uh, as I'm teaching, I like to think back, even though it's getting every year, it's another year back in, back in, in, in the recesses of your mind. I like to think back, when I was an undergrad, what did you feel when you went through this? What stresses were you under? What do you remember saying, man, this, I mean, because to me now I've taught all the courses that I've taught enough times that I could pretty much do them without having to go to notes or anything like that. But I remember going like the first time, wow, that one thing I just, he went through and I thought I understood, but, you know, I went through the, the, the textbook and I went through his notes again and, and, and through, through the examples and it, it still isn't making much sense or it's making it, or it's kind of making sense, but, but not, not really. So I try to remember that when I'm going through things and, and, you know, maybe go a bit slower through the, and even warn people, okay, this is one of the things that at least, you know, as an undergrad, I found the most challenging. So not, not to scare you, but just, you know, maybe, you know, if you're thinking of maybe, you know, taking a look on your phone a bit, you know, if you're, you know, in the middle of, of a, a t- you know, group chat or something like that, maybe put the phone away t- today and like really try to concentrate the on this. And, yeah, because yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're heading into some, you know, some choppy waters here. So, so yeah. maybe wait for your group chat for next class or something it's gonna like take that. take more but, of your brain power. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's really, um, that's another thing that really stands out to me is, you know, not only your ability with numbers and with, you know, um, solving problems in math and engineering and, um, and all that kind of stuff. But it's also your ability to be able to get students to see that they can do that too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was reading multiple quotes where of students commenting on yeah. that. Well, that's, so how do you how do you go about doing that with a student? Like, how do you relate to a student? Because it seems like you kind of, you know, again, you, not only for yourself, but you can do that with other people. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, I would say there, like an example is... Um, for a while, I was te- well, so I wouldn't be teaching the same material at the exact same time, but I would teach calculus one in the fall semester, and then I taught calculus for, I believe the official title is the social sciences. It's basically for uh, calculus for non-math or non-physical science majors. Uh, so no engineers, no mathematicians. Like if you're in chemistry, you want to be taking the heavy-duty uh, calculus. Here's a calculus where you still do almost all the same theory. The, 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 the uh, idea basically is the foot is, as I'm teaching, is way off the gas pedal. It might not seem like, because again, their, their, their mathematical foundation going into that isn't as, as strong. So it'll still seem as you're going through, they're still going through a panic mode. And a lot of the, when I was teaching them, a, a lot of these students were from uh, the environmental program in their second year where they're taking seven courses at a time and they've got big projects coming up due and I'm giving them what seems like piles and piles of homework every week. Uh, and they're, so they're under this, this immense stress and things like that. But so that's, a, I think, an important thing is to, uh, like between those two courses though, it's like I don't take the exact same notes and like I wouldn't in these days, uh, now let's say I were doing, um, well again, I'm doing for the most part I'm going to play it by ear, see how it works. I'm just putting up course notes mm. uh, this semester and then doing uh, a Zoom chat. We'll have a, a lab where they can ask questions and things like that after the fact. I don't want to give a Zoom Zoom lecture. If you do an hour and a half of new material at once, it's just on a computer screen. It's way, we've, we've heard anyways. We've been told like, that's mm. too much. Don't, don't, try not to do that. So, uh, But I would not use, if I were teaching both of those courses, now I would not give the same set of lecture notes or I wouldn't be doing the same examples to both groups, even though they're doing basically the same material, it's the other group. Okay, these guys aren't as strong. 
Uh, they're not going any further in mass, so they don't like in the uh, in the in the heavy duty calculus. You go to a lot of proofs for the first time, whereas maybe back in you might have seen the odd proof back in high school, but but uh, largely you were told here's the quadratic formula. Trust me, this 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 works. Here's the sine law. Trust me, it it works. Now when you get into calculus, it's oh here's the intermediate value theorem. Let's actually prove why this thing works and go right down because that and that's what you do and i was saying a bit earlier like what is math when you get up into higher levels you get it's less and less computational it's more and more theoretical where you're trying to prove things that work in general then once mm. you prove they work in general we don't have to go and, and recalculate it a, a, a thousand times because you know it works now so then you go on to the next problem so the, that's what math turns into so and even like as an undergrad like your your first level math courses are 90% computation and a little bit of, of theory thrown in there where you might have to prove a very small thing here or there and then second year oh it's now 70-30 and then third year it's 50-50 and fourth year it's 80% proof and 20% oh here's an easy calculation just, just to make sure you understand this but so because of that and again um, you know there's always my fingers crossed I do have a couple of people who are going to go on and take a you know at least a second year math course I want to go through and say I'm, I'm not going to test. I'm not going to make you memorize these these proofs, which you ask, sometimes you have to do it again as you go higher up in in the math world. But yeah. uh, at least I, I want you to be able to, or at least try to understand what's going on here. If if you yeah. don't, it's not the end of the world. This again, the thing too. I'll, I'll even say at the beginning of this because because some of the proofs do get long and and uh, you know there's all, you, there's like two or three cases sometimes, and by the time you're done, it's like a page or two in your notebook, and you're like, whoa, that's a lot of stuff, and it's pretty in depth there. And I'll even say like so. Even if you don't get, like a lot of you, I mean, or the first time through, I can almost guarantee you, you will not get every single step. And this is the thing too with, with if you're reading math, uh, like, you know, as you're studying it, you do not, as opposed to say a history textbook, whereas there you can just kind of go through the chapter and you're taking notes, but you read it once through. And maybe, you know, when you're prepping for a test, you go through it again, or if there's a really important thing or you, oh, he said something quite deep there, maybe I'll go back and read that one section again. But you, you pretty much, you read those like a book uh, or like a novel almost. Uh, in math, you kind of, and, and for, for all of the, the theoretical type, type science courses, you will read through a section and like the first time through, you're like, I got nothing out of that. I couldn't understand the thing he was saying. You did get something. It's kind of at the back of your brain there. It's starting to slowly make sense. And then you go yep. back a second time. Oh, okay. Now I get the, why he started here. I still don't get the logical leap from steps two to three and six to seven. You're starting to fill in some gaps and you go through it again and again and again. And even if you aren't actively doing it, you know, there were things I had as an undergrad, I remember, that it, some took me like months or even years, and you'd be like, I still, I mean, we're using this technique here, I still don't buy it. And then eventually, it'd be the kind of thing where, you know, you're, you're, you're in the shower one morning, and it's like all of a sudden, oh, hang on a sec. Okay, now I see. So, you know, here it, it takes, just it, clicks. Yeah, all of a exactly. Yeah. How do you get to that point of understanding? Is it just the practice, like the repetition? Um, I think, you know must be having a good teacher too. Helps. I think How yeah. How do you get to that point of understanding where I, this Yeah, clicks? I think you know, having a good teacher helps. I think also in terms of well, the understanding and this is what I you know going again I mentioned this a bit earlier with the idea of the toolbox, right? When you're when you're approaching a mathematical problem, you have this this toolbox and you know, so when you start let's just say, you know, to to, to continue with the metaphor, when you start uh, calculus class, maybe you have a dull chisel. Right, and then okay, after a few weeks, okay, now I've at least I found a grinder. Now I've got a sharp chisel, and oh, okay, now I've also got a screwdriver. And a few weeks later, okay, now I've got a wrench, and I've got a this and a that. So and so, as you tools. go along, you've got more and more tools, and as you get more and more tools, and you get more comfortable using them. To, like again, I w you wouldn't give a sharp chisel to a 
four-year-old and say, you know, because you're going to come back and he's going to have plunged it into his arm or something like that. And then, uh oh, <laughs> this yeah. isn't good. Um, but uh, you know, once they get comfortable at that, once the four-year-old is now, oh, he's a 15 year he's I feel comfortable with with him or her uh, using that uh, chisel. Um, you know, and then they get more and more of these tools. Then I think things come come easier. So with with so when you when you're reading things through, once you get more used to, oh, here's, you know, uh, I'm now I've now seen in all these proofs the, there are these these broad techniques of of uh, uh, proving things in in math. Once you get comfortable, there's only like three or four of them. Once you get comfortable in in those, you can kind of almost anticipate what's once you start. Oh, I think he's going to do this, and you can almost anticipate. Mm. So it's almost just like you know if you want. Um, you know, to get better with your with your with your free throw shooting, you go and you, you stand at the free throw line and you shoot a hundred free throws a day every day for a month. And by the end of the semester, you or end of the month, you've gone from a forty percent free throw shooter, not to a hundred percent, but maybe up to a sixty percent, right? And then, so here it's the same kind of thing, just with the repetition. Even though it's you know, how can you how can you you know practice math? Or you, you can practice. People think, oh, sure, I can do a worksheet and practice problems. But you can actually, the more you read and try to understand these these theoretical proofs the easier they will come. Again, you still won't get them uh, the first step. Or if you went to, uh, like, what? by the end of the first year, say if you were good, if you could understand all the proofs, if I gave you, like, a first-year uh, math proof from a, or a math theorem with the, with a proof from a different uh, topic other than, than calculus, you could probably, oh, not the first time through, but I can get that. I can get, it takes me a couple times through, and it's come to me. Whereas, uh, but then every time you go up a level, not that they get twice as hard, but then oh, now the the the, the proofs are getting a little more detailed. They're a bit longer, just like you know when you do essays in in first year history, you're doing an eight page essay, and then second year, oh, now all of a sudden he wants me to do a fifteen page, and third year, oh wow, it's up to a, to a thirty pages is, is a final, and then in fourth year, oh, I got an honors thesis that's eighty pages, kind of oh, okay. So every year there's it, it's getting you know more. More detailed, more is expected. Obviously, same thing in math. The, the these theorems get a little bit more more. In, in general, there's still always some some quick and easy ones. The tools combined with the practice helps you get there, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, and again, having the instructor. Sometimes this is the the thing too, which I always tell the students too as I'm going through things. Um, there is no such thing as a stupid question because again, another thought that I remember having as even back to high school, but it's especially not that they're that big here, but you know. If you're in um, a first-year science course, like I went to SFU for, for my undergrad, and so your first year, I think my calculus was around 400 students, and my physics was around 300 or something like like those things there. And if you don't get something, and again, remember in in your mind, you you know, okay, I'm no longer the smartest guy in or you know the fastest guy to, to uh, finish off his his math test i'm in like that last test there were people handing in their test be, before me and I, I he put up the distribution of grades i'm no longer the uh top dog here kind of thing i'm, I'm one amongst many who are, who are quite strong here and then you're like oh i didn't get that and but i think i should ask but if i do like no one else is putting up their hand maybe it's obvious and i don't want to be like you, you don't want to ask like that completely obvious question oh how could you not see that and have people maybe even laugh at you or something like that so maybe i'll just and you kind of hope okay, okay i don't want to be the one but hopefully somebody else does and i always say like don't be that because if, if you're thinking that i can guarantee you at least a third of the rest of the class is going through the exact same thing it's like that doesn't make any sense to me but i don't want to be the one asked. so i always say like make sure like feel free to ask questions i, I almost want to be not to the point where i can't get through the the topic but i want to be interrupted kind of thing like when things don't make sense because again the other thing too once you've taught material 
enough times. Well, the, the two things can can happen. One is you get so used to teaching it that you just you forget. This is again why I said I, I like to remember the, the struggles I had as an undergrad because I've gone through these courses enough times now that that the material to me is like, oh, this is so obvious. How can they have problems with any of this? But then you think, and you also forget too, because they're also doing probably four other courses at the same time. And they've only got, aside from your lecture, they've got maybe a, you know, a few hours a week to uh, commit to homework and to understanding stuff and to studying for tests. And, and so that they don't have all day to say, well, I'm going to sit down and do, do 50 of these problems because, well, that's going to take me 20 hours. And I don't, I can't do that for all my classes. So you have to keep that in mind too. Um, but yeah, it, so I think, yeah, the, um, um, sorry. <laughs> no, it was the, the questions now asking questions, I think. Was oh, really, sure. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, no, yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, the, I, I definitely want people to, to, to ask those too. Or yeah, the, the uh, and cause the other thing too is often I know with my environmental, uh, math course, I have four sections of them. Uh, and again, we're not doing it that this way this semester because of the online stuff, but in the face to face, I would see them all say, um, first time during the week on Monday and Tuesday, and then you're going through kind of the same examples and stuff like that on the board, and you're, uh, and then you just might, because uh, in your mind you're saying you're about to write something. And I said, oh, I've already done this, but you did that in the previous section. Yeah. So you skip something, which is key to getting from step one to step three. You skip step two entirely, and then the students are there going like, what, what, where did this come from? We just introduced some new symbol, and what's going on? And again, it's it's because and that's totally my fault because i just you know in my mind i got you guys confused with because everybody else we've done all the things and said oh we must have talked about this here i won't bother talking about it and then it's, and someone says where did that come from and, oh hang on a sec yeah i never told you guys about this this, this wonderful new new uh, theorem over here or this new idea or you know and then so so, so again I, I say you know there can it's not just you guys it could be me just like in the textbook when you're going through there's often you know, I'll often say like, do, you know, if you're stuck with the homework, uh, do like say in, in a textbook, they often have the odd, uh, questions will have answers in the back of the book and the evens don't. So then I'll, I'll assign some, some even questions. And then I'll say like, if I assign question 22 and you're stuck, we'll do, we'll do 21. The answer's in the back of the book. And if you, if you get that, then you're probably on the right track and I'll get people coming in. Like I spent all weekend doing 21 and I'll, you'll take a look in the back. Oh, actually that the answer's wrong in the back because there always is not a lot of them, but this, say, say, I don't know. One, it's not a lot, but 1% or 2% of the answers in the back are usually wrong kind of thing. But mm -hmm. they get so convinced, oh, just like in, in the lecture, oh, he skipped that or, or he went from step one to step three. There must be a reason, or it must be true, even though I don't see why it's logically true. That was my fault for for, for not not saying that. Just like in the book, don't assume the book is always right. They, they will have some typos in the back of the book. Mm -hmm. They will have wrong answers, things like that too. So don't just assume since I didn't talk about it in the lecture that it, that it should be obvious how I got from that line down to the line below it in the uh, notes there. Or, or, or even if it's the first time through, again, I've also just missed, like when, when I am taking a look, when I do have notes in front of me and I'm copying out a proof or something like that, I will miss a line or a step or something like that. Mm -hmm. Not because I've, I, I've done that in a previous class and, and, I, and I've thought I've already done it with these guys. It's just, oh, this is a proof that's a bit more complicated. It's not kind of, to me, obvious which step to go. And I'm just copying down things from here and or maybe I'll, I'll say the line sometimes but I won't actually copy it down on the board then you go back and you, and you look afterwards and, wait a minute that doesn't make sense how did it get from there down to there right so so that's why I want people to, to ask questions and uh, mm -hmm. so, so don't feel again the two things that they, they may feel would be uh, they don't want to you know look foolish in front of their peers and, and their friends and stuff again I can almost guarantee that's not going to be the case or the other thing too 
they, some people might feel, oh, I, if I ask him this, that might be like me trying to show up the instructor kind of thing. And that's, again, almost always it's, it's no, it's like, oh, I actually, I should have put that down there or, or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or worst case scenario, even if it to me is clear, it's, oh yeah, yes, there's this one thing here and you, and this is true because of, remember this thing we talked about back two, two or three minutes ago. And yeah. So, so it, it helps you as an instructor to get in the for questions. Sure. Kind Cause of I'll like even go back. Your chisel. Exactly. I still have my, I, I, I still got to keep my tool sharp too. Yeah. 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 So the next uh, question that I'd like to ask, sorry to interrupt, but tell um, yeah, that's fine. Is time management because yeah. that's probably one of the biggest stressors is time yeah. management and how, you know, especially for somebody coming out of high school, going yeah. into college, it's like there's so, it seems like there's so much. Yeah. How can they, how can somebody in that position manage their time effectively so that they can succeed and also still live their life and enjoy right. it? Right. Well, that's the, that's the thing too, where, um, like I know, uh, I, in the past years I've been, I've been, been, been teaching for, uh, the rural pre-med program at the college, the, the RPM, like they have to take my the uh, the calculus classes in the first year and stuff. And so we've we've been, I've been in the meetings where they're they're like where they will talk to all the first years and the coordinators will mm-hmm. will say like you know here's kind of some advice going forward and stuff. And they will say things like you know, you know you want to do well. You 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 obviously have to like grades are important where you have to basically have like around an eighty percent average or high seventies if 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 you want to be applying. If, assuming you are trying to get into med school at at the at the end of that, but don't. At you know, at the expense of your personal life or your sleep or kind of thing, don't say I need ninety, I need ninety five or above across the board. You have to have a balance there. So so that is important to, to kind of know again. Maybe the idea of uh, you know if feathering if, if, if the uh, gas pedal. I need to know do I push down hard and I push 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 because I want to get an an A plus here. But oh, if I do that, I'm going to take time away from other courses or from sleep or from having you know conversations with friends and family and, and my and, and my girlfriend or my boyfriend or, or, or whatever and you know put those relationships at uh, risk so it's it's um I think a big thing is is uh that is yes yeah, so you want to leave some time but but some of the, the big thing is but you still have to put in some time for because again there is more being asked of you as you go mm-hmm. up into like I still again going back to, to, to my first uh year in college again you know I knew I was going into math, and, and uh, so in uh, your math 12 classes, you would, you know, t- t- in your hour-long class, you would typically, there were some days you would just be, oh, you, uh, just do, you already have all the information that you need, just here's here's a worksheet, or go, you know, open up your text and do these, do all the odd questions on this page kind of thing, and then check your own work, And so, but it was like a lot of time for you to work on your own thing and to ask the, 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 the teacher if, if you were stuck kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But even if it was new material, he would come up, you would go in and maybe spend the first 20 minutes introducing the, the uh, theory, and then he'd do an example or two, and then you get half an hour to start working on that night's homework. And then I remember the uh, first class where the guy starts to uh, lecture, and it was, it was a 50-minute class, and he's like 40 minutes in, and I'm like, he's not going to stop, is he? He's, I thought he was going to stop after half an hour, and then he, maybe to go a bit longer than in high school, but then stop and skate. Now everybody open their book, and... And you can get you know start to work on your homework, and I'll, I'll start to wander around. If you've got any questions, you 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 put up your hand. And like, oh, okay, he's not doing that here, is he? Um, so um, uh, so like that was one thing. It's like, okay, so and you know, so he was you know, so you're doing twice as much theory. And the other thing, like in, in math in, in high school, you often if you're introducing like let's say that you get to the trig section in in math 12, you spend the first few days doing well. Here's what you already knew from from math 11. So it's probably it's been a year, but but it'll probably come back pretty quick. In 
in the university it's pretty much okay we're going right into brand new material and if you're if you're a little shaky on the stuff from from last year well you better on your own time go and go and check that up you're, oh okay so we are going to again this idea of higher mm-hmm. expectations and things like that but in terms of time management so there i just think not i mean i don't think i ever got to the stage where i was like actually you know doing a a like taking out a calendar with like you know f- with 15 minute blocks for okay well here is my calc class then i got a physics class and then i got two hours off okay so in that time i must start and try to finish all my calc homework for the day and then i have uh you know then i then and a history class and then okay i got two more hours off okay there i want to do that so i wasn't getting that much i, I knew i had to get things done um but um I wouldn't, the big thing is I wouldn't let things pile up. Like, I, I don't think I ever missed an assignment as, a, as an undergrad. I never, uh, again, I didn't take a ton of arts course. So I didn't, th- this is the thing too with, uh, like, that I liked about being a science student is that you typically have, like, there's, there's an assignment every week, uh, but there's typically not big, I, aside from, I guess, I had to take a computer course the first semester. Those things are, are a bit more like arts in that. Um, you don't have much due for a while, then all of a sudden, oh, in like in, in history or, or in English, you have a big essay or, or uh, you know, some kind of, you know, maybe not a full 10-pager, but at least, you know, a three or four-page, some kind of a composition. Uh, in, in computer science, you have a big programming project due like once a month kind of thing. So you can kind of take it a bit. You, this, is the, this is where, you know, the, the, the big place where uh, you would tr- you'd try not to say, oh, okay, so I'll just do it the, the night before the weekend beat the before because yeah exactly because that's when you get oh because this this should all work out and oh it's it's not i'm getting error 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 oh man what did i do and uh um so i would say the big thing is if you have big projects again on the science side like a computer science or again say if you're in, in an engine when i when i did my engineering um you would have some projects that you had to so obviously those you don't leave till till the last second just like on the art side don't leave your at you know if you know this is the thing too. Like I always found, like the first few weeks usually aren't that bad for because you, you like the first week is is it's, it's a short week t- to begin with, and then you usually all you get is is uh, here's a course outline, maybe a, a bit of a, a, a beginning actual stuff, but not very like not as if you're in the middle of the semester where you're getting positive homework and things like that. So the first few weeks I always find weren't that 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 busy. So if you can, I'm not saying get your essay done, but let's just say you know in 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 history you're going to have to write an essay on uh you know some some major part of canadian history let's, just, let's say it's a, it's a canadian history course if you know in, your, in the back of your mind oh i've already i've always been interested in this maybe start to get some of your research together start doing some of the you know you know start taking your notes get your sources together t- 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 not have a rough copy done by the end of the first week but you just think you know if i do this now that's going to be one fewer thing i have to worry about in the middle of november when when i've got eight other quizzes and midterms and other big assignments and stuff do if that's if that essay also isn't on my plate i'm going to be breathing a lot easier there so even though it's tempting especially well maybe not now with with covid and the smoke but you know typically september is like oh man it's still pretty nice out i can go and get you know let's do one last trip to the beach or let's 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 go on a on a road trip on the weekend or i I just want to go out for for you know or do something you know go, go on a last camping trip or something like that it's like oh actually maybe you know what i'm i'm, I'm a student now i won't again don't give all that up entirely but maybe well in, 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 instead of going for a weekend camping trip maybe you do just do the day trip to the beach or yeah you know kind of thing so, so just kind of balancing exactly it out, right? like yeah not, yeah 
and not leaving it all like piled yeah. up because that's where the stress comes yeah. from you know it's, it's and like it's, everything just gets bigger and it yeah. just keeps piling up and for me too as an undergrad i was lucky enough again the uh, tuition fees and things like that they were way lower then so i didn't have to worry or the debt i could have yeah. well, well a the debt and b i didn't feel i need a a part-time job while i'm at at school i would get a uh, a summer job you would you would come home and then uh you know be living with your parents so you you're free uh food and, and a place to stay for the uh, uh, summer there and then you also make again downside is the wages weren't as high so you're only making a, a yeah. few grand over to, but at least you're making some money and they would make the following year more affordable things like that but yeah I didn't so on top of this we're, and again we are kind of jumping forward to the present day as instructors we are aware that a lot of our students to make things meet even if I mean again well we have all kinds of students we have the single mom or not just mom but you know the single parents and and people who are or even if they're married but they they have kids and stuff like that at home and they're they're again trying to make all the stuff fit in Uh, but even if you're if you're straight up out of high school there's just you know the the pressure of oh man even if you stay here it's it's or you know, it's it's a lot more affordable uh, if you if you start at a college, especially if you can stay at home for for free as opposed to going off to Kelowna or Vancouver mm. or to wherever. But um, it's the nice thing about having Selkirk here. Well, this is like I was kind of going through in my head where I was you know trying to ballpark if you could stay at home uh, for for free with your parents or or with whatever another relative or something like that if your parents aren't 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 around anymore whatever but if, if you can be here and and not be, be be paying you know maybe you're going out for lunch with some buddies and stuff but if for, for, for the most part your your food and your housing is is uh, taken care of and the fact that our tuition is basically half of if you go to one of the big universities like you you could spend i mean you're basically only paying you would basically pay for your tuition and your books would basically be your expenses here which i think would be something like i don't know so say it's four thousand. Maybe your parents you're paying for your own cell phone stuff. So, but your expenses for the year are probably something like maybe five thousand. If you go to UBC or to Kelowna or especially Vancouver, where even if you say, oh, let's get a couple of, of uh, friends and we'll we'll share an apartment, but an apartment is two thousand a month. So even if you're if there's three of you, that's seven hundred a month on that. Plus you got to get your cable and your your heat and your this and your that. And you're spending a thousand a month and the, the tuition's twice, and you're paying for your food, which is probably gonna to run you 200 a month or something so i kind of ballparked it somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty thousand a year so so twenty thousand versus four or five thousand and it's easy to and you start to just think oh but i'm just getting student loans and you don't think about it but i mean imagine even if you say say you are on a you want to get your undergrad so but uh, if you went straight to the big school twenty thousand a year times four years at eighty thousand year you're in the hole again hopefully you get a summer job so it's not eight but it's probably at least in the 60s or, or the 70s whereas if you did your first two years at a college, five, five, and then 20. So that's it's still going to be big, but it's going to be 50 as opposed to 80. And I mean, still, I'm just thinking like 50,000. That's like a pretty nice car that you, you that's, is. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of money now. Uh, almost I, a house if, you, if, if, you're, if you're looking in the right, oh, you know, or, in a, yeah. in a, or in the wrong neighborhood, should we say. You can't get a house quite for, for that low. But. And that kind of makes the decision itself to go to college or whether, whether or not you're going to go to college or not. Um, that's definitely a huge factor is like the money. You know, yeah. what, what would you say to people who are kind of unsure or in that phase of being unsure of whether they're going to go to college or they're going to opt out. Opt out in terms of opt out in terms of not going post secondary at all. You mean or yeah? Well, no, uh, I can't, I don't have it off the top of my head, but there's all those stats that say you know it must. I'm guessing somewhere around 75 percent of all jobs require some form of post secondary education, right? So it doesn't have to be. I mean, again, um, 
the more, you know, 20, 30 years ago, the more standard thing was, oh, you were going to, if, if you're a strong student, you're going to leave high school, you were going to go and get a, your undergrad degree first, and then you're going to think, Maybe that, that, like if that degree is, say, a nursing degree or an engineering degree, then you can go right into the, into the uh, job market. Uh, or if, if not, then, okay, now I'm going to do grad school. Maybe I will go and get some further, I'll, I'll get a diploma or I'll go back and, you know, then you can think, okay, now how can I take what I've got? And, and then also, too, back then, a lot of people would, like, there would be jobs posted. All they wanted was an undergrad. They wouldn't even say what, I think, because they just said, oh, if you can get a degree, then I know you're 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 a fairly intelligent person. You're 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 able to again manage your time and and get big projects done. So then I can I can mold you if I hire you to do whatever I need specifically mm. done here. Now there's a lot more of the uh, now people now with the higher tuition and stuff like that. People get through that and then they're like, oh, no one's interested in me kind of thing. So they're. Uh, you know, it's still super valuable, obviously, to to uh, to get that just for your own personal growth, things like that. And you still could go on and get you know grad degree and become a, a researcher or a prof or something like that. But but where there's more options now, so because uh, with the, you know so but maybe now when you're out of high school, I think people are more so thinking of instead of saying I'm going to go straight into getting my 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 BA or or, or my BSc, they're like you know what makes the most sense? Where do I see myself in, in terms of a job hmm. uh and uh but so but after you think after you figured that 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 through almost everything requires it, it might not be a four-year thing it could be a two-year diploma or some other kind of training but it, it typically re- requires some kind of post-secondary there so but if you're if you're unsure in that like i don't know i mean again you know the old there's the old the gap year right you know take time you know figure yourself out you know use, a, use a bit of a, 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 a cliche there <laughs> turns into decades for well yeah i mean that's, that's again maybe come back to time management so take a year don't take a decade kind of thing right so yeah so hopefully you uh, or this is the, the thing too we're often we have students who will come into our first year university and they like they say like i know i want to get a degree. I just don't don't know in what yet. Well, so then there, well, you come to Selkirk and you take. Oh, okay, I'm going to take a uh, anthropology course. That sounds kind of interesting. Never heard of that before. I'm going to take a, a psychology course. This biology course look, looks good, and a physics course. And that's kind of the kind of wide spectrum bit. here. And then you, you get in there, and like, or you, you might even think coming. This is the other thing too. If you do think you know coming out of out of high school, and you get in and say like, I'm heading for. Uh, uh, a degree in X. I won't say X in, in, in case uh, it disparages someone here. But and then you you get into taking courses in X at the college, and you're like, oh man, this. I thought it would be different. This I don't really. I'm not getting this, or it's it's too much work, or it's not. It's the wrong kind of work. This really isn't for me. Don't feel. Oh well, I started. I need to uh, finish it. This is the nice thing. I mean, or no matter what school you go to, then you can always switch. But again, here, like, let's just say that you do that and you say, well, I'm, I'm going to take it for a year just on the off chance that it gets more interesting or I find it more appealing after maybe it's just the first month wasn't that good. But after a while, it actually got better. So you say, I'm going to try it for a year. And no, still, I'm not I'm not really into this. There's no shame in you saying, OK, I'm going to backtrack and start somewhere else. Or, you know, maybe you thought a university degree was the way to go. Now, actually, I was talking to friends and, oh, this diploma program over here looks looks uh, good or, you know, things like that. So, so um so it's it's uh it's definitely like again so if you are you know uh we're talking like if you're staying here doing it at home you feel a lot uh better let's say about oh you know the first you know again it's not a waste if you come out and you actually you don't use any of the the courses that you did first year you're going to completely change your mind next year you you at least figure that out right so but 
uh, if you do that, it, it would be easy. Like, say you went down to to a, to a UBC or, or you know down to Kelowna or something like that, and you said, "Oh man, I, I went there, and it cost like I'm twenty thousand in the hole, and I'm coming out of there. I'm I'm taking like there was no net gain for me. I didn't get a single like I'm not going to use any of that that stuff. Even though I pat, I, I I got a bunch of C's and, and B's, but I, I'm never going to take any of those those classes again. And I'm not heading down that. I don't I don't want to work in that field anymore. And oh boy, that's a year gone, and I'm twenty grand in the hole." You know, if, if you do that here, at least you're now just, you know, the four or five grand in the hole as opposed to, to the 20 grand too. So, uh, but but don't feel you have to, since I started doing this, I have to, I'm, I'm going to see this through and I'm going to get my undergrad and then that's going to lead to, a, and so then I'm going to spend my next 40 years are down this field. If you don't like it, I mean, this is your chance to, it's uh, okay to, to switch gears. exactly, yeah. along the same lines, like I did, um, actually two different times because I did both uh, my, for a math degree and an engineering degree, I did co-op and that was one of the nice aside from co-op jobs being you know because you do those instead of the typical summer job was you go work at a hardware store you know actually well that was that was my job i, I was i was i was putting the uh, price tags this is when they they would still in back before they would scan the ups code to get the prices but they, you would actually go and put a sticker on every box of of uh, nails or every every hammer kind of thing so i, I was in the back room doing that and it was a, it was a great job and stuff and, and, and paid paid fine and stuff but but you're you go from doing that to oh i'm actually in an office and i'm working on a research project or you know something like this oh this is way more you know so it, it's usually more interesting for you it's it's also they typically pay more and all and the third thing is you get that uh experience again so if you're doing something you said oh i think i might like to do this oh that there's a co-op opportunity in that field i'm going to do that you're you're there for Either four, I had some terms that were eight, eight, eight months, but you're typically there just for four months. So if you're doing that, and again, you're typically doing the lower end jobs, but if you, you, you can kind of see what the people in the office are, are doing. And if you're like, oh, I thought this is going to be interesting, but man, this really, you know, I thought there's going to be more of this. They got a lot more of that. And I don't like that much, that so much, at least, you know, you know, now, and uh, so you know down the road, okay, maybe try to look if you could still be in the same same field that maybe okay, I don't want to do that kind of job. I've got these other jobs over here, which use a different skill set, and I'll give that a try next time. And you're, and you're also not committing, again, not that that many people these days when you graduate, it's not like you stay in one job for your whole career, but people typically stay for like 8 or 10 or 15, and then they, they might move to something else. If that, you're just starting something, you're going to say, I'm going to be here for eight years, and but oh man, it's not enjoyable. Like if you knew that from taking a co-op job, at least you would have avoided that. And now you're not, you kind of shoehorn and say, oh boy, hey, I, pr I pretty much have to stay here until I can retrain myself taking night classes to, to get some other kind of, a, or start to look just when I started with this job, start al already posting my, my, my uh, resume online, mm -hmm. trying to look for something in uh, other directions there. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but this is the thing. So again, it's, it's the, um, yeah, it, it's a time for you to try different things and say, I think this 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 looks interesting and stuff. And and uh, again, there's there's no again. I mean, with uh, my path, because again, I, I did the math degrees, then I went all the way back, basically not quite to the beginning, beginning, but like to like I transferred courses in, but I went back and did an undergrad engineering because I did said I, I don't think I can do much with these math degrees because again, you think people oh if you can solve a math problem, then, then you can apply that to anything. People no, they wanted to see. You know, oh, but you don't have this training here. So there weren't that many openings there. So I said, well, how can I take this to the to to the job market? So I said, oh, let's let's do some engineering. So then I went back, and so you know, there's that thought 
as you first go back, is like I'm staring, like my, my, my first uh, class, at least I was in, in second year, but I remember here I am, I was, I was in my late 20s, I guess, and I'm with, it's, wouldn't be right out of high school, it'd be year two, but with a bunch of 19-year-olds, and I'm like, did I just waste a decade? Like, you know. That's a bit of a what have I, thought, it is, isn't like, it? You know, I'm going to, like my, my, you know, your, your professional career, like let's say you're going to, you're, you're aiming to retire at around 60, so most people are going to say start working at, you know, 25 and then be done at, at but like, I'm a decade in and I'm, I'm basically back to almost square, square one again here, and you're like, ooh, did I, you know, that was the thought, like, did I waste, you know, and, and I wasn't, the one good thing, at least, I wasn't in debt. Uh, I had enough, again, the, the tuition was, was low enough, I had enough scholarships, I was able to, I wasn't uh, already having, like, $80,000 hanging on top of my head saying, like, you owe this, and you're just essentially starting school again here, so, um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's a bit, uh, you know, like, oh, man, and then you take after all, no, you know, you 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 know you see that all the time. I've 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 seen it in in the classes too. I've 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 had students who were who are coming back. They were actually doing the same thing. I've I've had engineering students because uh, because we see them in the first year calculus class too. I've I've had engineering students who were I didn't ask them, but they were either late twenties or in their early 30s, doing basically the exact same thing. They had gone out here. It didn't work or wasn't interesting enough, and they said, "I actually this looks more interesting." to me so you know it's don't think oh you 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 have to decide and you have to know right when you're 18 so you can either take the gap or even start something get get done and then go around and say you know what this is okay or or but not as good as could be or maybe just i just i can't take this much much more i gotta find 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 something else then you got a great chance to come back and say yeah so don't 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 be don't feel bad like don't feel you have to know right at 18 you this is where i'm going some people do we've we've had students again if i go back to the rpm program who have come straight out of high school they do it is possible to do three years you don't even get your bachelor's yet and then you can apply to med school after three years and one year we had uh we had two like uh two students out of i think the ubc med program they take like around 200 a year and i think 27 or something like that were for students who are three years you know like high school to three years university straight into med school and two of those came from our our program here so so those 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 students knew i want to do this and i, I want to be a doctor and here's the path and they went straight there and they're they're again i think this year they're going into year three of their so they're this year they'll be they'll be finishing off their kind of first level of med school then they're thinking of specializing and all that kind of, so like they're they, they obviously were able to do so it is possible to know so i'm not saying don't don't like if you do know where you want to go don't say oh but i have to i have to try other things and and think about this if you know i want to be a doctor i want to be an accountant i want to be an engineer i want to be a nurse i want to be whatever and then the programming is there obviously get into that program and and do it but if don't feel you have to know now that that uh you know so again and that was just i mean i remember not even career-wise i remember again going back to like always being this 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 math guy in uh, high school i remember all of a sudden in grade 12 saying, oh man, do I really want to do math? Like, all through high school, I've been like, I'm going to do, it wasn't even a question, I'm going to be a math major. And then in grade 12, I was like, oh, do I really want to do that? I started to a question. And I even remember my older brother was at UVic. Um, and this was back in the days when you would get, every year you would get a uh, paper calendar where they'd, they'd have all the courses described for the entire university every year. Here's, 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 here's what we offer. Here's a quick little just like like the descriptions you see now if you look online for the Selkirk uh, calendar but they had that so they would just like Selkirk used to they would actually send those out to the students in the mail so you could go through because there was no internet then so you would you would write in 
you know, in a little, on a piece of paper, here's a course I want to take. And if that's full, I want to take this course next. And if that's full, here's my third choice kind of thing. Um, but anyway, so I was, I was flipping through that thinking I, I want to do a math course. And I was taking a look at the descriptions. And as I was saying, like you get into these topics in, in, in uh, math uh, at university that you've never heard of in, uh, in high school. And I'm like, I've never heard of, even in year two, I've never heard of these things. And it looks and I'd also you also hear the horror stories too. I'm not sure if they're still out there about uh, calculus being a, um, a course to weed out students. Mm-hmm. Like I've I heard any anywhere from a third to a half students flunk out of, out of at a university because they can't get through a calculus, or they they have to take they, then they you know have to switch what their majors because they just couldn't handle the calculus. So I had that in the mind, like oh maybe I won't be able to make it through. Plus there's all these topics that I've never heard about, and all of a sudden. This, I'd, in my mind, growing up, it, it had always been, even, again, as I said, I didn't even know where I was going to take, like, how I was going to apply the math degree to the real world, but I knew I wanted to get a math degree. And then I was even starting to doubt that. I, I was like, I don't know. This is, you know, and there's that, so there's that extra level of stress. And again, this is, again, I was, you know, this is before I had left home to, like, this is in grade 12, so I was still at home. I didn't have any, I wasn't worrying about debt or, you know, there wasn't any of that other stuff hanging on top of or hanging over my 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 head the big dark dark Probably cloud it was just yeah. yeah it was it was just and again i was still doing like i did i was doing great in in uh all my math class it wasn't like all of a sudden oh for some reason math 12 is way harder than math 11 and i'm not getting it and if that were the case i might be thinking maybe you know it won't be math after all maybe it'll be somewhere else but but it was just it was weird just just this sense of not dread but it's just like man am i is this right do i really want to do that and and i was actually was i was hopping around because again on my uh in my family almost everyone else is from the art side like uh my parents have history and geography degrees things along along those lines there so i was thinking oh maybe and i was doing well in like all those courses in 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 high school so oh maybe i want to combine those so for a while i was thinking maybe i'll go into into economics because that's kind of a combination there's a bit of history and a bit of uh, you know, there is some, there, there are formulas and things like that there. So maybe I'll, I'll do that and stuff. But then eventually I, f- I forget exactly how I came to, but I did finally decide, no, you, you are a math guy. You're, you're going to go get the math. And, and, and it worked out fine, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, again, there was a bit of a, you know, there's always a bit, I think there's always a bit of a bump your, your first year. Just, just yeah. that, 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 as I said, the extra level of expectation that, oh, he's not going to stop after half an hour. He's going to go the whole, he's going to use a full hour for his lecture. And it's up to us to do the homework on our own. There's that again. Of course, like I went from a town about the same size as the Castlegar to living in Vancouver to to go into SFU, and so it was like there was there. And you, I'd done like I knew how to cook. It wasn't like I'd never cooked before. But all of a sudden, you know, you might cook a meal or two a week to help out your parents. All of a sudden, you're responsible for all your meals. There like there was no no food plan at like at some residences. You you, you have the option of oh I'm just going to go to the cafeteria and I'll let them feed me and stuff like that. Doesn't no you, you have a group kitchen and you go in there and you got to go down to the to the grocery store and get your 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 chicken and and, and your meat and stuff like that and, and yeah it and comes your kind and, of shock yeah yeah you just so, grocery shopping for yeah, yourself yeah so kind of bringing this to a close what so for people in the transition yeah and then for people that are in college and even people that are getting out of college and going more into their career when things get tough yeah um we kind of tend to close in and we get uncertain and things you know seem scary what would you say to those people when they're in those times when things get harder things get stressful what what do we need to remember what's really important to remember to get through those hard times right that when things get fearful and stressful that if it's a you know if it's a short-term thing like or let's take the we have a good example here with with the COVID thing like everyone's we were talking about it 
before is like, oh man, is this, you know, am I going to come down with, am I going to wake up tomorrow and, and, and have this kind of thing at, at first when back in, back in March. But, you know, we're all kind of saying like, oh, this is like, I still have to, we still have to be aware and there's still a you know, good chance that we can get six. You know, it, it looks like touch wood that, you know, sounds like sometime the middle of next year or so there will be some kind of a vaccine that'll be widely so hopefully it'll be over then so just like so all these you know you know this will this what's what's the phrase this too shall pass or whatever you know so even though we're in a bit of a dark time now right you, so you know let's just say that you are struggling with or you know maybe you're taking like we, we all have especially if you're in a a program like like you know um, when i was doing my my engineering there's a lot fewer electives you you pretty much have to take these courses here you're almost guaranteed you will be in a course you are not going to enjoy right and going back to the environmental program that i teach with now i i it's one of the first things that i say to them is i can almost guarantee like for most of you when you're taking a look at your your courses for this upcoming semester you're like oh look at all oh, we're gonna be outside doing this and this and this and this and oh i got a writing course and a math course oh boy those are gonna be and especially if you're not that strong but just remember keep your head down you will get through it right the worst thing that you can do is is uh, in terms of a a course like if you do have this if you if you get a course that you must take that you are not enjoying probably the the recipe for disaster is to say oh that it's my least popular i'm going to put it at the bottom of the pile and i'm going to do it if i have time and if i feel like it if if i don't then you know i'll just you know maybe i'll be able to somehow squeak a a, a p or you know a, a c out of that 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 course there if you take the time and you know go and talk to your instructor you know this is a nice thing again too about about the uh, college here where you can actually talk to your instructors whereas it's almost impossible you there are office hours but when you have just said your first year calculus class is 400 students and the guy has two office hours a week you, you kind of do do the math and you got like maybe a minute a week with them if if you want to there so so go and talk to your instructors talk to, and maybe it's it's not something so much with the material like you understand the material is just not that that fun so kind of you know have a talk with yourself you know you just just get through this kind of thing uh talk with your friends with your family uh just say hey this is this is um you know i'm not i'm kind of struggling here uh, any you know, and you know they might give you something a bit different. Don't just say this is oh because I'm saying this this is the way to go. They might have some other advice that oh that really you know if I think about it that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, talk. I, I just say talk about it. And, you know things will get better. Um, you know again at the college if it's more serious obviously if if it's something you know there we have we have counseling services things like that. So if you're you know going through a, a more serious thing in in your life, don't think oh you know. Uh, this will, you know, this will go away. Uh, some some things, obviously, you, you can't just, they won't go away on their own. So if, if if that's the case, obviously, you know, don't don't say, oh, well, everything will go away eventually. But but uh, for, like, a lot of the, like, the uh, stress uh, things, we also, I, I know, too, we have, uh, I, again, I don't remember these when I was an undergrad at the bigger universities, but at the college, we have people who specialize in teaching like if if you if you have trouble trouble with time management we have someone who will who who run through like they have beginning of the semester they'll have like an, an hour-long seminar and they'll probably talk to you on a one-on-one -on -one basis if you t if you see them later on in in the semester like you go and talk to them and say i i can't for the life of me i just cannot chop up my time so i can get through all all of my courses or i just i don't have good study techniques or whatever it is so if you're having problems like that again you know i don't good thing about the college here is we have these extra things that that either again i don't remember them maybe they are available now but again with the, if you have forty thousand students undergrad versus two thousand undergrad students you're obviously going to be a lot it'll be a lot easier to, to access that at, mm -hmm. at a smaller place like uh, this so mm -hmm. but um 
Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much for, for coming sure. on the show, Doug. Thanks. Really appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Will. Great. Try to get out for a round of golf soon. There you go. <laughs> right on. Thank That's you good. very much, Doug. Good. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed that and pulled out some uh, some valuable pieces. And if there's something that you would like to share with the world, if you have some good pieces of advice or anything that you want to get out there and inspire people with, uh, contact me. You can get a hold of me on my Instagram page or email. I know, you can still use email, it's crazy. Uh, you can reach me at willpowershow at gmail.com and you can reach me on my Instagram page, Will Watt, Facebook at Will Watt. We will see you on the next episode. 